You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and uh, give me just a moment to humble brag. Uh, if I can. I'm very excited because over the weekend, I went to a conference. I went to the Idea World Conference in Las Vegas. And Idea is a conference, one of the biggest fitness conferences in the world for fitness professionals. And I was a finalist for the Personal Trainer of the Year Award. And uh, and I won. I won. I won the award, a personal trainer, the Idea Personal Trainer of the Year Award 2022. I'm very excited about this. I'm very humbled by it. I am honored by it. So I want to say thank you to the folks at Idea and to NASM. Um, and, you know, I just want to, I just want to, let you know. I want to let you know. I want to tell you a little bit about it. I got a chance to meet a lot of people when I was at the conference. So there's thousands of people that are in attendance. And several people came up to me and said, I listen to your podcast. I love your podcast. I had several college and university professors say to me that it is a requirement in their class that their students listen to the podcast. And I thought, oh my gosh, uh, that's also an honor. I was a bit dumbfounded, but also now I'm like, man, I got to double check and triple check all my content because it's being it's being put out there in multiple facets in some ways that I didn't even think of. So uh, with that said, thank you for everyone that listens to the podcast and um, thank you for saying something. I appreciate it. At some point too in the future, I'll put up the acceptance speech. So I talked to my producer, Eric, and Uh, He agreed putting out the acceptance speech uh, for when I won this award would be something good as a standalone podcast. Now, it's only about four minutes, and that'll be a podcast (laughs) into itself, but but I think it'll be worth it, and it's meaningful to me, and I want to share it with you. Okay, now, with that said... Uh, I also want to say I've, I've, a lot of people have reached out to me via social, but one gentleman reached out to me and he's he's communicated with me before. He asked me questions from time to time. And his name is Hami Shalal. Uh, and if I mispronounce that, I apologize. But he asked me a really interesting question. He said he wanted to know what my top three attributes were for being a, quote, great personal trainer. Um and so to, to reach out to me after having won this award and said, what, what needs to happen to be a great personal trainer? And so these are kind of like the, the three things. I mean, shoot from the hip three things. And I'm not going to say that, uh, that these are evidence-based. They are not. These are, these are anecdotal to me. And this is my experience. And my experience um, that I will not quantitatively, but qualitatively share with you. Um, These are the three things that I said, and I'm going to take the time with those three things and just give a little bit of elaboration. So the first thing is, number one, I think there has to be a true desire to help others. And, you know, in part, that's about like identifying what your why is. Why do you do it? 
But when you identify your why, that gives you purpose and your purpose provides motivation and your motivation is what galvanizes you to create action. But I don't think that we do this for ourselves. I think that we do it for others. I think that that the way that we impact and influence others and the way that we inspire people to become more fit, to be more active, I think is what we do for others that is really valuable. And that is the reason that when we work with people, it means so much more than doing something that's just fun for me. And you've heard me mention it before. This is a cool job, but cool jobs don't keep you places. But when it's bigger than you, it's greater than you, and for it's the purpose fits you. Um, here's one of the things that I had, I had said, uh, and then as I stated, I wanted to write it down. It's, I said it's amazing how much we people want to share things that change uh, our lives with others. This may also be why some trainers don't understand why their clients don't want to work out like they do. And so for us, if fitness changed our lives, we want that to be shared. When anything changes your life, you want to share what changed your life. And sometimes it's hard to understand when people don't want that. So uh, so I think that that's valuable to point out this it's kind of deep and true desire to help people. And I think that's number one. Uh, I want to throw out another quote here by Zig Ziglar. It says, you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough people to get what they want in life. So um, when you come from a place of abundance and you come from a place of sharing and you come from uh, a place of collaboration, when you work with your clients, you are able to allow them to express their fitness in ways that meet and match them and where they are. But through that, there is a satisfaction, a satisfaction that goes far beyond the value, the price, the monetary uh, income that you receive from the session. It's, it's bigger than the money. It's more than the money. And that's why I, I think that almost every course that I've ever taught in my entire life and even throughout um my adjunct university career and college career as an adjunct faculty, I had people that came from different industries and many of those industries where they made a lot of money and they're willing to give that up for this life. And, and there's value there. And, you know, everybody has their own values. We all have our own, um, you know, value system and what's important to us. And sometimes that money, that money needs to be there. But, but for people that stick in personal training, that is in large part, number one, our desire to help other people. All right, here we go. Number two, number two. So it's the second thing uh, that I wanted to share out of the three things, eagerness to learn. You need to have an eagerness to learn. And the reason I say that is there are a lot of people that, let's say, for instance, there's a, a guy at the conference I overheard. And he was, uh, he said that he's certified. He's been certified one certification. That's all he's ever gotten. He's happy with that. He doesn't understand why he's not getting paid more money and why his uh, his company doesn't pay him more. But the requirement is 
in order to get more of you, you go through and you get additional certifications and you learn more and you go out and experience these things. And I thought it's very interesting, right? That, um, that, and maybe it's because he was being told to in order to make more money, but he had 20 years experience, but you can have 20 years experience and still only have six months of education. And don't get me wrong because I've been in the industry for just over 20 years and I don't take away the value of experience. I don't want to do that, but I don't want to take away the value of education. And for somebody that doesn't want to learn, isn't eager to learn, isn't chomping at the bit to give me a what's next, what's next that it's going to allow me to learn a better way to exercise or to program or to inspire or to market or to run a business or to help underserved populations. Like, I don't, I don't understand you if you don't have some desire to move forward. And in order to be a great personal trainer, there has to be an eagerness, a true desire, a, 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 a hunger a thirst, a craving to learn something. Learn something to do what? Back to number one, to help my clients. As to be able to help my clients better, to better serve, to better help. Help with performance, help with activities of daily living, help with nutritional consultation, help with overall health and wellness. How do I get to support that? And I should look for those things eagerly look for those th things in order to be more helpful. Uh, this, I'm going to shift content for um, Malcolm Knowles, who is kind of the father of andragogy, which like pedagogy is kind of scaled learning and how we learn, but andragogy is that for adults. So I'm going to spend some time in the next podcast for the week talking about Malcolm Knowles' andragogy, uh, which is how and why adults want to learn. The, there are six assumptions for adult learning, and I think those assumptions go very, very well into the eagerness to learn. And so if you have, <clears throat> I would say, any one of these assumptions, uh, any one of these attributes that sets you up with a greater eagerness to learn. And I think eagerness to learn is vitally important for us to be a great personal trainer. Number three, it, the, it's different than number two, and, and we'll get into it, but there has to be a willingness to get better at what we do. <clears throat> the reason that's different is Sometimes it's much easier to learn how to do things than to apply how to do things. Rephrase, it is almost always diff more difficult to apply it. It's easier to learn it. It is far more challenging to apply it. Why? Because change is challenging. Learning can be challenging too, but now I take that learning and sometimes I have to undo things that I've been practicing for decades for years, for months, things that I've been taught in elementary school or let's, let's go like high school sports when I was working out at the gym and these were the canon of fitness. And then we find out that those things maybe aren't the best things anymore or what we believe to be true. There's not actually data to support it simply because that was 
what we had learned. That's what they thought were the right answers, but they may not have been the right answers, or it may have been unflawed data. And then finally, somebody comes through and does a really good job in their research, and they dismantle some of the previous canon. So I've learned, but do I change? Learning does not mean changing. So I, I love this quote from Maya Angelou. And she said, you do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, <clears throat> do better. Well, I, I always think about that. And I was like, why does she make that two different sentences? Because knowing better and doing better are not synonymous. Knowing better and doing better are not synonymous. And so if we can both take the time to learn and practice how to make that into application for ourselves and for our clients, then we start turning the corner to be truly great at what we do. And the great thing about great trainers is they don't think they're great yet because there's so much more. There's so much more to do. There's so much more to learn. There's so much more to take on. There's so many people that I haven't inspired yet or haven't worked with yet. There are populations that I don't know how to support yet. I don't know how to serve certain people yet with my knowledge base. And it's hard to feel like we're great at what we do. It's, it's hard to, to feel like the personal trainer of the year when I feel like I'm not as good as I need to be. I'm not as smart as I need to be. I find it difficult to make applications with certain things. But I don't think that I'm missing too much on my first point, which is a desire to truly help others. So one more time recap. Uh, what, what are my uh, three attributes for being a great personal trainer? Number one, a desire to truly help other people. Number two, an eagerness to learn. And number three, a willingness to get better at what we do. All right. So I want to thank you, Hammy, for, uh, for throwing out that question. And I appreciate you following me and asking me questions and engaging with me. And I appreciate that. And I know that you don't have the, um, we don't align on our movie selection. Sometimes you don't like the movies that I suggest from time to time. But with that said, I still appreciate your feedback and the conversations that you have with me. Thank you very much. I want to say thank you to all of you for listening. I hope that you found this helpful, that it's beneficial. Like, subscribe, share with your other fitness friends and family, and keep inspiring people to fitness. If you want to follow me, you can do so. You Feel free to reach out to me via email at rick.richie at nasm.org or hit me up on Instagram at dr.rickritchie. I appreciate you and who you are. Keep inspiring people. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.